Hello and welcome to episode 49 of Q&A Quest, our post-E3 show. Uh, I am Mike Apps, aka Wheels, and with me as always... Oh, it's me! I'll, I'll be your one-up boy. Family Master, <laughs> David McBurney, whichever. And with us this week... This is Eric RPG. You never saw it coming. You never oh, saw it coming. So how far is any given person here into that game? I need to know. Uh, I beat it a while ago. Okay, I, so did I. I finished the first one. The first, uh, who's Dungeon? Yep. Okay, you've got a lot of... You've got like 80 hours of video game left. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm in no rush. I played it on safe mode, so I only spent about 85 hours on it. Actually, it was more like a... That's what it felt like, but it was like the clock said a hundred something. I I made some tremendously poor decisions about being unwilling to leave a dungeon unfinished unless the game forced me out of it. Mm. And so I spent a lot of time doing re like not well optimized time doing things that would save in game time. <laughs> I have a couple complaints about the game actually. I, I would not get it a perfect because of that. Because, but um I didn't like the fact that there was an ability to just do a melee attack on a shadow instead of just ambushing them once you got too powerful. Because like, sometimes I like to fight them just to get money. Yeah, that's probably the biggest issue. It's just like, yeah, but we, we shouldn't talk too much about it. Like, we'll there's, extra, done there's extra buttons. Yeah. Could have done it. And the other thing I didn't like is uh, sometimes you'd hug the wrong parts of walls or move over to another corner when you didn't intend to, which is always... Yeah. Only cover-based things. Yeah, well, it wasn't as big of a problem in this one, just because when you're in cover, you're invisible. And, um... Well, I didn't know that, but... Yeah, yes. Uh, even when you're, like, the enemy's right in front of you. Yeah, if the enemy... see, Even if the enemy should logically have rammed into you, if you are in cover, you're invisible. Uh, the other issue I had was the fact that the game feels a little rushed because there's probably an extra month they could have given you or two because um, the game starts you off in uh, April and the game ends in December basically effectively. We should should maybe not talk too much about this because Wales has not played much. I'm just saying I I wasn't really listening anyway. I'm just saying that like if you follow I I tried following a guide as good as I could to get all the social links maxed and I just barely had enough time and I could not finish one S-Link because I could not finish a palace in time. The first palace because that game puts you through the ringer of the first palace because your resources are low and so there's not a lot of SP healing items. That's kind of all of them, but yeah. It wasn't so much finishing the palace as when just reaching the treasure. I could Mm. do that. But um... And it just... Danmi's there. Just got too tough. On normal. If I was playing on lower difficulty, it would have been easier. I was playing on hard. Mm-hmm. I switched it down to normal for the boss. Yeah, some of the bosses, I couldn't even see some of their attacks work because I was just too strong on safe mode. They, they really reduced the enemy defense in those difficulties. But I, I also found it kind of hard to I also find it annoying because um, you'd be too powerful to get them in a holdout situation, hold-up situation. So, um, thank thankfully there is a 
guy who will let you use a gun ability that will just stun the enemy instead of hurting them. Oh, but you have to empty your entire clips. <laughs> so you run out all gun, gun and ammo, but if you play it smart, you can just... If you play um, it smart, they'll never see it coming. Yeah, you could just buy ammo rounds, or you could just switch between different characters, or you could just rely on um, Morgana's Miracle Punch ability. It's weak enough that it probably... Oh, Miracle Punch is really useful. It's, it's, weak, it's weak enough that it probably won't kill the enemy, and it's Miracle Punch was, or the upgraded, like, the upgrade version of the Miracle Punch is probably going to have a high enough critical hit rate that it'll hit anyway. Because most of the time it just fits out. The other option is just purposely equipping weak equipment. Hmm. Always there. But yeah, we should, uh, since we're trying to keep this a little short, we should probably All get right. moving. That's all I wanted to say about that. Wheels I think we said it's episode sweet. 49 already? Uh, yes. I guess we should do something special for episode 50. Yeah, I don't know. Like, episode 50 will probably end up dropping around my birthday in July. It'll be great. Alright. Alright, so we have two questions before we get to E3-related talk, both from Budai, who I probably owe a copy of a certain Monster Hunter game he correctly predicted. Yeah, apparently. Um, anyway, uh, are there any games that left that you left unfinished that sort of haunt you? I mean, as in, you look back on them saying, I need to go back to that, but you never do. And I don't mean run-of-the-mill, unfinished, maybe play again, but something that stands out like a thorn in your side. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of these things that haunt me. <laughs> Much appreciated. Hey, Wheels, guess what you need to play now that there's no excuse? Uh, Shining Force three scenarios two and three. Yes, I agree. I, I really feel like there was already. I feel like there's more of an excuse than the thing I was thinking. I was trying to talk up. Nah. Listen, I'm not going to let this podcast slide and not gush a little bit about a dot hack GUHD remaster. Mm. Yeah, I really need to finish parts two and three. So good. Please, if that gets announced for localization, which I suspect it eventually will, please purchase it. It's well, a very, very good game. It's coming to PC, so I guess the likelihood's greater. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't imagine them making a PC version just for Japan. Yeah, that yeah. PC version seems kind of telling. And Namco's been pretty good about localizations lately, so... Plus, most of the localization already exists, aside from whatever new content they add. So and most PC ports aren't terrible, and if they are, they're fixed by modders, if not the developers themselves. So the point is, everyone play it. I really love .hack GU, and I want it to have more of an audience. Buy this you don't collection. even have to buy it in parts anymore. No. And, it's, and it was already a gorgeous PS2 game. It'll likely retail for about a third of the price of GU Volume 3. Oh, God. GU Volume 3 still isn't a patch on .hack Quarantine in terms of price. Uh, what's that going for? I got it for, like, slightly under 100. Yeah, I got it for slightly under 100, like, 10 years ago. Mm. I was luckily able to buy all of them for about 30 bucks each. Ah, oh, you damn you. 
Because GameStop sold me it for thirty bucks, not knowing its true value. But the only, yeah. the only, the only difference is though is that it, did, it was missing it in its original case, so it had like a GameStop slip cover. So now I have to find like something to put over top of that. Uh, I'm seeing hundred and twenty to hundred thirty bucks. Probably gonna print it out and put it there, but oh, I probably only get like I'll probably get fifteen dollars less than what it's worth now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As soon as and as soon as if that does get localized, uh, it's probably gonna drop in price rapidly. I'm going to. I I will stream that entire game. Try and stop me. So I wonder why they they haven't bothered with the original quadrilogy. I think it's mostly just because they don't play that great. (laughs) They need a much more comprehensive remake than GU does. Like, they're uglier, and their gameplay is not that great. They're really, really simplistic dungeon crawls a lot of the time. Like, GU is just a more well-designed game. And I'm treating GU like it's a game, because it really feels like it's just a game. And now it is. Like, all three volumes come packaged (laughs) together. (laughs) Wait, so they just took the three games and mashed it in one big game? Like, Like, they apparently, like... Improvements made to GU's two and three are being retrofitted back into GU Volume One. Mm. Well, that's pretty sweet. And they're generally just trying to speed up the pace a bit. You've got a larger item cap, which is really nice because the item cap in GU is kind of harsh. Uh, they've added new content. There's like a set of characters that normally you were going to have to like pick one. Like it was really. Like, every character in .hack tends to be kind of ambiguous how often they're going to be online, but two of these characters were basically, like, you were going to be at the mercy of when this character was online because they shared a computer. Mm. And so now now it's much less, like, if, one's on, if one is online, they will both be options. So, like, that's easier if you were a particular fan of either of these. Uh, just, like, a lot of little life... Uh, like, little quality of life changes. I think the doppelganger seems like... They mentioned some uh, enemies being made easier. I think the doppelganger might be made easier because it could literally go above the 150 level cap of Volume 3. Sorry, I've got a lot to say about that, heck, GU. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, anyone else have games that haunt you? I think... And you didn't even let me talk about Shining Force, damn it. Okay, you can talk about Shining Force. Uh, so obviously, parts two and three of Shining Force three were like these great lost things. They're both fan translated now. Yeah, and it was really cool to see that fans translated, and I always intended to do it, have the emulators all ready to go. And it's just the case that you know I wanted to replay one, scenario one, before doing two and three, and that always seemed to just put a halt to things. So need to get back to that. Saturn emulation is better than it's been in the past, so... It's still not good, but it's there. <laughs> it works. Kind of. That's important. It it works pretty well. I, I've used it and I've used it on my Mac, which in the past was basically, uh, you'd be lucky if you could get to, like, the BIOS screen, so... That, that entire generation still doesn't emulate as well as it feels like it ought to. Yeah, early 3D was janky as all shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, the PlayStation feels like it should be as well-documented and emulated as anything, but, like, 
use emulating a PlayStation still often involves either setting up RetroArch, which is just like the worst pain a human can inflict on themselves, or here, go download Pete's OpenGL plugin from 2002. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not great. Well, hey, I mean, um, you know, PlayStation emulation was in a, this nice place way back in the day. Nice commercial emulator. And then Sony bought them. And that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. As for games that haunt me, I'd probably have to go with Shining Force as well, but I'd also throw Pinsir Dragon Saga into there. Yeah. I got near the end of that. I have a copy now, and it's just been a case of finding the right time to play, but back in the day, I had a friend that I borrowed a copy from, made it all the way to disc 4 near the end, and the game kept freezing at like the same point. Mm-hmm. Oh, Me, it's just, I yeah. started playing, and then I moved on to something else and I kind of forgot about it. Doesn't speak, does, I'm not speaking ill of the game, it's just I never could have time for it after that. No, you you are on the show where we are easily distracted by shiny objects, so yeah. totally. Ooh, we, piece of candy. I remember like the last time Panzer Dragoon Saga came up, I spent like half an hour looking up what you could buy if you wanted to buy Panzer Dragoon Saga piecemeal, by which I mean disc by disc, you were still <laughs> going to spend $800. <laughs> yeah, I have no yeah. problem emulating at that point. <laughs> yep. Especially because they're Saturn games, which means the copy protection is on the outer ring of the disc, the most likely to be damaged, and the game will just refuse to boot if that happens. Yeah. But hey, I can go buy Panzer Dragoon Saga Disc 2 of 4 right frickin' now. Is there any update on, like, Shining Force Scenarios 2 and 3 getting translated? I think they already are. Yeah, they are. They Patches are. are complete. Because um, when, when, when they first announced it, like, like they were only partially done, I think. They are fully done. I think they even released, like, a, some sort of patch for Part 1 as well. Yeah, I think it's like a retranslation or something. I don't Probably think just to make them consistent across all three. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's a full retranslation. I think it's just like you need the English touches. Too. Yeah, and, oh and my. Yeah. I'm looking at Panzer Dragon Saga again. <laughs> and you know, I'm hoping that patch, you know, removes the English voices because that would be sweet. No, uh-huh. now feel my Arctic breath. No, stop, stop. <laughs> just, it, no. It's not as bad as Shining Force Neo, where you hear the same lines ad infinitum each time you do an attack. Let's not talk I'm about Shining really, Force Neo. I'm really enjoying looking at the <laughs> lowest prices on Panzer Dragoon Saga on eBay. Brand new, lowest price, $1,110. Pre-owned, best pick. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga, complete, we'll $797.94. <laughs> $797.94. Act now while supplies last. There's like five of these on eBay, and the lowest is $500. I'd ask Sega to do a remake of all three, but they wouldn't localize it if that happened. Yeah, yeah that's well, true. Don't make me think about that. Let's not talk about that. Yakuza 6 is coming. We can all be happy. Listen, they have Atlas now. Atlas would be all over that. Atlas somehow localizing three different 3DS RPGs to come out before yeah. the before summer of 2018. And then maybe they'd have something to localize other than terrible uh, visual novel 
SRPG combos. I have to say that because I can't even pronounce the name of the freaking game. Game? Which game? You, you to some you something. It starts with a U. Which game? Utawara Mono. Yeah. Hey, you're only telling it terrible because you're relating it to the other Aqua Plus RPG. Here's to Tiara. Yes. We haven't even started the core thrust of this well, podcast. It's well, great. And your largest complaint for it is that it's too much visual novel, and you don't like visual novels, so... It's not that I don't like visual... I would... I am perfectly fine with the idea of reading lots of text, and I haven't really tried a ton of visual novels. All I know is Tears to Tiara and you, whatever, have mo- some of the most boring text I have ever mm-hmm. run into. I've actually played my copy yet, but I didn't have a problem with Tears to Tiara, other than the fact that the visual novel sections, I don't think you could save during them, which meant that you're in for a time. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah. And Why did they might have fixed that with the other one. Plus, I got the Vita version, so I guess at least suspend it yeah. when I'm done. Yeah, that's important. I mean, I I love the combat in Tears to TR. I love the like the world, a lot of the characters. It just did. It seemed like it. Whoever wrote the thing did not know how to self-edit. It's just walls, walls, text. Saying absolutely nothing. The ramblings of an idiot being all sound and fury, symbolizing nothing. <laughs> anyway, maybe, maybe after all the, the my pain and suffering has finally subsi- subsided, I will give this newer game a fair chance. Also, I made the mistake of asking Atlas for a PS4 version of that game. <laughs> That's why I didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, rip. Alright. Uh, You're more likely to get Vita, because no one's playing the Vita. No one's playing the Vita, and it's easier to just give you a download code and just not think about it. <laughs> Alright, next question. I don't think this next part is really a question, so much as uh Next comment that requires commentary from the hosts. Is that sufficient? Uh, sure. By the I way, found I, Nier- okay. Oh, you you started reading. Go ahead. I found Nier Automata far exceeded my expectations. Many things going on, and it were brilliant. I look forward to seeing what you both think of it someday. Like this is the reason that I wasn't actually going to. I was not actually going to read it because, like, it was one of those things where it's like we might actually have something meaningful to say about it eventually. <laughs> but uh, I have something yeah. meaningful to say. I'm waiting for a Steam sale for like to be like maybe thirty bucks. Hasn't happened what? yet. What deeply meaningful thing do you have to say, Wales? Well, the deep in, the deep and, you know, well-thought-out meaning I had to say was that its name was not Breath of the Wild. Therefore, it gained much dust in the past few months. Yeah, I need to, like, that's... He was asking about things we regret not finishing, and there's, like, definitely older examples, but that's something that's like, I should get back to that. I don't think either of you have played Neo yet. I have. I have played some mm. of it. it also Never finished it, but it's it, very, very hard. <laughs> it also it also went into the dust gathering pile. A lot, lot of things did when Breath of the Wild happened. Yes, along with Horizon, which I really loved and am gonna get back to very soon, but it was 
it was like, yes, this is awesome. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of waiting for like the Game of Year edition because I don't have money for things. I'd rather spend money on other things. Well, I'll I, probably package Horizon with the DLC. They just announced yeah. at E3 eventually. Well, I got the fancy edition with the giant statue. And seriously, I was absolutely Speaking pumped to play this game. Absolutely, en- absolutely enjoying this game. <laughs> And as soon as Breath of the Wild came out, I don't think I've turned it on since. <laughs> Speaking of the Electronic Entertainment Expo... Okay, yes. Alright, so let's move I'm on trying to... trying to help you. <laughs> yes. Let's move on to the E3 section of the show. And uh, we'll kind of set us up to go through the different conferences that occurred. So we'll start with EA. And then we'll move on to Microsoft. So, what did, what did everyone tech- think of Microsoft? Uh, Anthem did not was not the thing I want from. Uh, no, no, no. We're on Microsoft, sir. We've already like, well, we've Anthem com- is completed within the, the Microsoft com- conference. All right, yeah, they actually showed it there, unlike the EA one. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it kind of reminds me of Xenoblade X and um, Destiny, but not. Probably it's not, but it's but it's basically third person, but with jetpacks. So you're shooting things with jetpacks, and it kind of makes me bored. My my big issue with it, okay, so this is really nitpicky, but it's the maybe way they lost planet ish, the way they showed it off, and the thing that bothered me is they start out, and an NPC is like, "Oh, you have to help me. I should not have ordered free non freelancers. I'm so sorry. Please do my mission," and then. Like the the person pla- the player character seemingly talks to them like okay I'll do it it's fine, then they start talking to their person they're playing with and it becomes clear whoever's talking is not a character in the game. It's division all over again. <laughs> it's not a character in the game. It's a pr- like it's the player person. who's playing the game and it's like why were you talking to the NPC in the game like it was a person? <laughs> it's really awkward. It's role playing, man. <laughs> I'm not role-playing role play. by pretending... Like, role-playing by talking to a computer is, like, the conversational equivalent of masturbating. Yeah, but I, I think they were playing with other players, too. But they keep talking about, like, oh, we need to get a bunch of EXP, we can't kill this thing because our friend won't get EXP for killing it. Bioware. Uh, I Like, I'll, I'll be honest... It looked neat, but at the same time, it's not the kind of game I trust Bioware to do well. I don't <laughs> trust Bioware after Mass Effect 3. That's all I have to say. I mean, I bought Inquisition, but only because it was on sale. Inquisition's problem is that it's like just too much. Like, oh, there's just too there's too little content for how much wandering around they want you to do. It's frustrating. But yeah, Anthem didn't do much for me. I don't think e- that Microsoft showed any other RPGs. Mm, well, I'm going to talk about Ori anyway, because I don't care oh, if it's Ori an RPG too, or that not. That looks beautiful. Ori you and the Will of the Wisps. And you should also they, play it uh, too. Fix it the uh, first game's flaws, because um, one, it was too challenging. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I know that. Out. And I'm, I'm, two, I'm, I've been playing the, the first one on hard, so yeah. <laughs> First game is in a not an open world, which means that like there are points of no return, which is kind of bad for a Metroidvania. And the melee was kind of wonky at times. It was and not a perfect game, but it was a game I loved. It and was it was beautiful. way too zoomed out, so it was hard to see what you were doing sometimes. Yeah, 
So all fixable. Yeah, and I'm glad they're getting the chance to, to take another crack at it. Also, you get to you get to play that VR pla 3D platformer that's been ported out of VR. Oh yeah. Hey, can, uh, I, can I like play VR games in non-VR settings? Cause like that'd be nice. I don't want to play <laughs> VR only games. Too I don't want to buy that goddamn thing to play it. What's oh, the name of that well, game again? Lucky Super something? Lucky's Tale. Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah, that looks a lot like a lot of fun. Yeah, that's or, for uh, me. <laughs> that Moss game. And oh my god, guys! Oh my god, you guys! Minecraft in 4K. Uh, like so the most pointless use of technology that human <laughs> humanity has ever found for itself. But I do appreciate the like slow inroads to cross-network play. Yes. Like, if you are playing on anything but a PlayStation, you can play Minecraft with anyone else who is playing it on anything but a PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. I think it's funny that they updated the character models, but the mods have done better. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was. This is for if you have like an Xbox One X and thus can't have mods. <laughs> Even though the game itself supports mods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? So they also announced uh, Xbox. I was gonna say Xbox One compatibility, but that would just sound original really Xbox compatibility. <sighs> Terrible With a naming. promise of 360 compatibility updates. Yeah, they said that they're gonna like go nuts on more 360 backwards. Mostly Resident of Fate is one of them. Yes, yes. Oh man, for wheels, just for wheels. <laughs> just give it to me. But Xbox <laughs> compatibility means Otogi one and two. Oh yeah, Methodemons. I need to buy those. But uh, my favorite thing about what they chose to do here was them trying to demonstrate the strength of the emulation by having an Ethernet cable. That was Ethernet cables to connect an original Xbox to a 360, to an Xbox One, to an Xbox One X, all of them running Crimson Skies. <laughs> Not Halo, that's fine. That's yeah. Well, Halo already runs on Xbox One, so it's fine. So, But this this doesn't run on anything else. So. You, mean, you mean if you don't have Master Chief? Yeah, yeah well, if you... It's, yeah, yeah, if it's you have, te technically just the updated version, but that's kind of better but, anyway. But still, so. like, the, the point was more just that like you could already play... Uh, you could already play Halo in some fashion, whereas Crimson yeah. Skies you could not. But yeah, that but, that land party thing is just hilarious and awesome. Pointless, week, but awesome. <laughs> in a week where like PR people have spent a lot of time putting their foot in their mouths, the way they describe this, where it's like almost no one's gonna do this, but it's cool. Was Maybe basically if you go to like a friend's house and they somehow don't have online. <laughs> but yeah, just the idea of like, oh, like. They, they admit that this idea is stupendously impractical, but it's cool that it works. <laughs> so, you know, Microsoft, we might not see eye-to-eye -eye on a lot of things, and I'm still pissed about Scalebound, but... Also, the Xbox One X is a terrible name. It's a if terrible it name. But, but it does have a nice acronym. We could just call it the Xbox now. Yeah, that is absolutely <laughs> the only reason that it's called that. It's just like, oh, you can shorten it to Xbox. Uh, how, yeah. about, eh, how about like X bonks? X bonks. That's what I'm. I will be with. fine with calling it X bonks the second that it gets a bonks adventure reboot. Can we call it X donks? Yes. yes. Also acceptable. Yes. Yeah. Like the the their 
reasserted commitment to backwards compatibility was nice. I appreciated it. And I like how they they expressly pointed out that, hey, over half of our users are actually using this. F you, yeah. Sony. Um, yeah, like Sony's... Uh, like Sony, the one specific guy at Sony's PR is having like the worst week of his life because he, <laughs> because he ju- he is the source of both the statement "Why would you play old games? They're ugly," and also, well, like it's not that there's any technical problem with cross-platform play. We just want to protect the children. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the, a bad week. the best part. The best part is the immediate response is, but but Nintendo let it through. The company most paranoid about protecting the children let this yeah. through. Man, it's like every year they just take turns dropping the ball. Yep. It's one of those things where, like, Sony's on the up, so they have to make a bonehead decision. Success really goes through their head, it seems like. Yeah. It happens to everyone. Every single console manufacturer does this in a terrible cycle. I just can hate Microsoft's continued arrogance with thinking that the Xbox One is the most powerful console ever. It's the most tech-riddled console ever, but it's still incapable of doing 60 FPS in some games. I feel like that's kind of... Because just, it's, it's barely a, just better than the PS4. It's just like the Pro. way my, Microsoft has always been, which is why I've hated them. Since I uh, I was a child. Oh yeah, no, no, not let's not forget the t-shirts that basically made it look like a cult. Yeah, those t-shirts yeah. were incredibly like foot and mouth ill-advised. I witnessed the most powerful console ever. Did they give everybody who was in attendance an Xbox One X though? I don't believe so. They only witnessed it. They did not receive it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Alright, uh, anything else of note during Microsoft? Uh, video games occurred. Uh, Assassin's Creed's officially an RPG now, I guess. No, that's not the most important fact. Oh, and since it's Ubisoft, Ubisoft, they are, of course, going to have a ridiculously expensive edition. And there's probably going to be a bunch of them like Watch Dogs. Also not, also not important. You're just happy you could be a bird. Nope. Nope. The location. Oh, Egypt is the really year of it. Egypt, baby. Magic it's the Gathering's not got it. For once. Assassin's <laughs> Creed's got it. It's the year I'm really, of Egypt. I, I'm really happy about the choice of Egypt as a location. That's a really cool one. Yeah. I think Origins that. is a terrible name, though. Along it's up there with uh, Chronicles and Revelations. Incredibly terrible, but you. you that They're all super generic names. Train. Don't care. <laughs> they could have named it Assassin's Creed, but and I'd still be hyped. I, I still have yet to finish Syndicate. I played a little bit, but I'm not Syndicate is fine, but I just didn't care. <laughs> that three, and Black Flag three wounded me deeply. Yeah, very deeply. Three wounded a lot of people. I haven't even touched Syndicate or um, Unity or Black Flag or. I've played a, a decent amount of Black Flag. It just even with pirates. Uh, oh yeah, they announced Skull and Bones, which sounded really exciting until it seemed to be nothing but naval combat. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, the part of being a pirate I like is exploring te- is exploring places. I technically yeah. have Unity on my Xbox One, but I don't have the live connection to actually play it now. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, Origins also seems to have finally just dumped multiplayer entirely. 
Good. We don't need it. <laughs> we we seem to have left that period of our life of the life cycle of products. Like now, people just make games that are entirely multiplayer and games that are entirely single player. Yeah, I feel like we're entering the age of multiplayer games as a service. I goofed around with a couple of friends from Europe to play an online match during Brotherhood. But um, oh. other than that, I never played it. It's basically a glorified game of hide-and-seek tag. And yeah. when you attack someone, you kill them. <laughs> yeah, just like real life. Isn't that how you played? I ended up winning that match because I killed the most. <laughs> you won the one match and then it was over. <laughs> It's a neat little idea, but not something that they need to shoehorn into every single game in the series. Yeah, they seem to have uh, decided that like no one actually cared. Uh, oh, hey, they could just make it its own little platform. Also, they swore up and down that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is coming out, and when I was reading Michel Ancel's interviews about Beyond Good and Evil 2, the only thing I could think of is I have never felt more confident that a game will never come out. And it did, and it's like almost completely a different game now. Hey, what are you doing? We're not on Ubisoft yet. I was you transitioning to Ubisoft via would, Assassin's Creed, which was it, at both. Ubisoft well, is not, not next on the list. Bethesda, but I guess we kind of have to. Ubisoft oh, is yeah, not yeah. next on the list. We have the Bethesda, and we have other one, one other. Listen, Bethesda announced Wolfenstein to the New Colossus, which is like the tenth Wolfenstein game. Which is cool, but it, it's more Wolfenstein. But it's I also love, more Wolfenstein. <laughs> I love Wolfenstein The New Order. I'm so pumped for the new Colossus. It's only that shit crazy. Bad shit crazy. But they also announced Evil Within 2, which I'm all about. Like, for a, for a conference I did not care at all about, they announced several games I cared about. <laughs> they announced Evil that, hey, people still are deep. playing Skyrim. Are you playing Skyrim? No? You should play <laughs> you Skyrim. You still play Skyrim. Now you can play it on the Switch and in VR, and... I am trying to think of a game that will make people more motion sick than Skyrim in VR. <laughs> hey, do you like Legend of Zelda? Now you can have his sword in Skyrim. You should play Skyrim. <laughs> like, I might play that just because, like, it would be nice to have an open-world action RPG on the go. I'll give it a try. But mm. right now... I'm, I'm on Steam already. I think I'm good. Uh, the, Elder Scrolls, <laughs> the Elder Scrolls Travel Skyrim... I am more interested in uh, the Morrowind expansion to Elder Scrolls Online, because that was the one Elder Scrolls game I definitely liked. I'm gonna it had complete, an interesting I'm gonna, setting. I'm going to completely level with you. Yep. I've never played enough Morrowind to get past the point where all I can think is this is just a bunch of brown mushrooms. Mm. Oh, and, and instead of Quake Champions, I'd rather just have a single-player Quake game. Quake 4 did not sell. We are dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry you're wrong. Multiplayer Quake is the only thing that matters. Doom 2016 is also the best first-person shooter I've played in years, so play that. <laughs> if you haven't already. Mm. It's so good. I think I had something else to say about Bethesda. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot. Skyrim? No. Skyrim? No, Only not Skyrim. Skyrim? Mods I for remember... Skyrim. Possible paid mods for Skyrim. They're going about the paid mods less stupidly than they did last time, where they were just like, oh yes, these mods, we will take them. I saw somewhere in there a horse armor reference, which was pretty oh funny. Oh boy. Crab armor. Somewhere during that... that it's uh, like crab reference. armor. And maybe they'll put Epona in the Switch room. 
I could see that actually being a thing that happened. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm gonna wait and play it on um, Switch. I'm sure there's something to it, given how many people play it. Uh, it's just, apparently playing at 60 FPS when you're docked. That's pretty that impressive, sweet. given the. But, uh, yeah, that that game really burnt me when I purchased it new on PS3 when it first came out, and it was buggy. That was the wrong version. Absurdly <laughs> buggy. Well, it, I I know, like they should not have released it if it was no, going to be that No, they should broken. not have released it. Oh, it was now super I remember. broken. Uh, Evil Within. I've heard. Yeah. Very mixed opinions on that game. Like, it has technical issues, especially on the PS4. Apparently, like the. Uh, PC version is the best version of the game. Play because it has the least amount of technical issues. Yeah, like, it's still got, like, Bethesda jank, but if you can get past the first chapter that's absolutely terrible, like, it becomes a very good, like, alternate sequel to Resident Evil 4. Mm. Like, the first chapter is nothing but forced stealth, so it's not at all indicative. Is it, like, a direct sequel, or is it, like, just a numbered game? It's like, it's another game, but it's like, it's directed by Shinji Mikami, and it shows. Mm. Yeah, I played Vanquish. That, that's Shinji Mikami all over the place. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, it's a it's a weird cross between Resident Evil 4, uh, Gears of War, and any bullet hell shooter. Yeah, the like, the Evil Within 1 is a weird cross between Resident Evil 4... Like, slightly updated mechanics and Silent Hill. Hmm. But unfortunately, The Evil Within 2 is also a contribution to the deadly scourge of the datification of video games. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta have a dad story. (laughs) Dad by the sword. But yeah, like, but that's the surprisingly good conference, given that I didn't care at all. So... (laughs) Speaking of dads, Ubisoft has a story about a dad and no, a mom. No, 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 we're not there yet. There's one oh, not we on the list. There's still more Bethesda? No, there yeah, is what? Devolver Digital, which, oh. I have, oh. which I have to scream about because I was really annoyed at their stupid thing. This was a prank thing. upon the viewer in the worst way. Like yeah. The one year where every conference was basically just, here's a bunch of trailers, game, 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 game. Devolver did this, did like a parody of last year's conferences where everyone was like, let me tell you about video games. Video games are video games, but they did that for like 20 minutes and then like an all night live stream where nothing happened. You can't make a joke by actually making the joke. That... Yeah, like if you're yeah. if you're pointing out that someone and then making taking... it long. <laughs> the, the joke the joke was that someone if the joke is that someone took a dump on my floor and then your response is to take a much longer, louder dump on my floor, you still ruined my floor and I hate you. Yeah, I was pretty annoyed that I. It's almost as bad as as the deep silver advertisements for money number nine. Oh God. Ugh. Oh man, they just announced that they're still working on those handheld versions. Really? I don't why? know why anybody <laughs> with a right mind would want to buy a 3DS version because it's going to be janky as fuck. I, I, they, like, I don't like it. Changed development studios halfway through too, so that'll be good. Are they like contracted, contractually obligated to poop those versions out yes, or something? Yes, they are. Otherwise, okay. they have to compensate Kickstarter backers. Oh, that yeah, I guess that would okay. But like they 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 also just got purchased by level five and one of the most baffling purchases I've ever what? heard of. Like, 
And they're huh? probably making sure they don't fuck up on Kickstarter next time. Well, next time they're well now they're just being sent to work on the MOBA gay front grunt mines. But like the thing about it to me that makes this baffling is that Concept's not a developer. Like yeah, they're a think tank. Yeah, like they just their job is to make IP, and all of their IP are worthless. So I'm not sure what the point of buying them was. Well, one of their so IPs weird. is actually not bad. It's well, it's they a, don't own Soul Sacrifice. I, I, I remember seeing their name on an Idea Factory Otomate game. Um, oh, called, Sweet Fuse. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that, that, that was I a think pretty they cool con- That was a pretty cool concept. Go, go to Crazy Uncle Keiji Inafune, Inafune's amusement park and fo- follow your dreams to meet your husband, though. <laughs> Alright, anyway, that's enough with um, Devolver, Devolver Digital, who I now want to purchase nothing from. So They make good games sometimes, but just don't, yeah, don't watch that. Care. I tried to enjoy... I mean, I did enjoy the Gungeon, but I hated the fact that I couldn't make any progress due to the fact that it's a super roguelike game. It's like, yeah, let's play roguelike with the added difficulty of making it a twin-six shooter that's crazy. That sounds awesome. But it I'm is not, awesome, but if but you I'm want to actually make now. progress and beat the game, it's not awesome. Nah, I don't really care about that. <laughs> I'm just going to be distracted by a shiny object before I finish it anyway. Which is why I like Flinthook so much. It's a 2D uh, twin-six shooter, but you can actually make progress eventually. It's also a bit more of a platformer. Is that one roguelike? Yes. Yes. Flint Hook? Yeah, it's coming to Switch soon. I'll buy on that because I enjoyed my time with the PS4 version and I don't care about achievements. Yeah. Plus, hey, portable. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Ubisoft, we discussed Assassin's Creed's metamorphosis into something that the site considers fit to cover. That was a fun thing to just look at the main page and be like, Assassin's Creed Origins is an RPG now, and suddenly we have to cover it. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Also, uh, everybody seems to be ripping off Arrow Time from Breath of the Yeah, every, I saw at least once per conference, like, oh, you started aiming in mid-jump and the game slowed down. This seems familiar. Well, <laughs> um... Horizon also has that, so... Yes, but Zelda showed it first. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Which game was in longer development? Uh, They're probably in I development for a similar actually. period of time, but <laughs> I would imagine... But Zelda showed it the second it was announced in, True. like, 2013. <laughs> yeah. So I would believe that the feature originates there. Anyway. But yeah, look forward to that being the feature that every game with like anything resembling a bow and arrow has from now on. <laughs> more importantly, um, Mario and Rabbids is a game that everyone is rabid for. I'm what, sold what, on that what video. What bizarre I'm gonna, parallel I'm going to tell you right now into. that I hate the Rabbids with a passion, so being able to shoot them with bullet bills <laughs> gives me joy. There's something terrifying about like Oh, Mario is faced with a new problem. Now he has a gun and shoots it in the face. It X-Tom. And look, it's Miyamoto yeah. coming out carrying one of those guns. It's it's the fact that it's X- XCOM, like I feel like this was a game that everyone 
like everyone rumored what's happening, but every time you saw the rumors, the idea was so insane that you never could completely grasp the idea that it really existed. Because like, okay, Mario crossover game with Ubisoft with rabbits. It's not a platformer. It's an RPG. It's not just an RPG. It's like a XCOM knockoff. <laughs> with like Lights. literally the Overwatch, <laughs> like literally has the Overwatch feature from XCOM. With but Mario has it. Anytime something wanders into his site, his site, he will shoot it in the head. And they even got Miyamoto to come out and pimp the game. That was like, and take it some looks, awesome pictures. <laughs> it looks gorgeous and it looks really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I don't think Miyamoto has a problem with guns, he just has a problem with violence. I feel like I should point out that the original design docs for Mario have essentially Mario with a gun. And it was removed not for, like, violence issues, but it unbalanced the game, because you could just constantly shoot and kill everything in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, I'm, I'm getting review code that will be difficult, because Ubisoft's publishing it here. <laughs> Which yeah. is Nintendo Japan's publishing it in there, but um, Ubisoft has never responded to any of my emails ever. How did this <laughs> game happen? So, I'm shocked. I, I want to know so close. I want like, to know I the development history of this. I'm <laughs> shocked <laughs> that it's so close because yeah. I would have expected it to be a much further out game given when they're announcing it. Mm. Like August. Oh, that's two months makes from me, now. Makes me wonder how long it's been in development and how long. Ubisoft has had dev kits. They must have had dev kits for forever. Yeah. But, like, apparently by... Which by, might explain why Capcom's um, recent Mega Man Legacy collection doesn't have a Switch version planned. Well, Capcom has had dev kits for a long time, too, because they are the reason that the Switch has as much RAM as it does. Mm. Yeah, like, there's there's statements from right before right before or right after the switch launched where they were talking about its development and they said yeah we showed some preliminary documents to capcom and their response was we're concerned we can't get our engines onto this can you give it more ram and <laughs> nintendo ultimately acquiesced to that so i guess capcom usa just has a phobia of the switch or something because i would they imagine sure shit aren't supporting it it seems I would imagine that it's that Capcom America did not have the access Capcom Japan did. Mm. Is Capcom America handling the Mega Man Legacy Collections? They spearheaded the Legacy Collection 1. I believe Legacy Collection 2 is internally developed at Capcom Japan, but it was still probably a project spearheaded by Capcom America. Yeah, Digital Clips did like the first one, I think, and the Disney Afternoon Collection. Yeah. Also, if they asked, they demanded more RAM. Why was the only Capcom game in out at the relative launch time? Um, Street Fighter Two. Because they are actually currently attempting to port Resident Evil 7's engine to it. Oh, okay. Oh wow. All right. I hope that Never happens, mind. Because I like to play it on the go. Complaint. Complaint withdrawn. <laughs> yeah, like they were, they were try, they were pushing, and they apparently got a surprising amount of acquiescence from Nintendo on it. But, yeah, uh, like yeah, the whole Monster Hunter thing. It's like well, Monster Hunter. Oh yeah, we didn't. We haven't even broached Monster Hunter World. Oh, yet. We'll get. We'll get to that under so, under Sony. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, Rabbids and Mario looks really fun. Like 
I'll I'll buy that. Mm. Like it, it's gorgeous. I like the I like the kind of Disgaea esque ability to toss characters around the battlefield. Yeah, it was, that's really cool. And just generally, like it, it looks like a good time. I like watching the Mario and Rabbit's party essentially follow a Roomba around. <laughs> I don't quite know why they're doing that, but that and sure looks like nothing so much as a Roomba. And the random Donkey Kong rabbit at the end of the yeah, trailer. Gigantic. He will shoot him, he will die. <laughs> I'll admit that uh, I actually have more fondness for the rabbits than most people because I actually played the Rabbids Go Home Wii game, which is a shocking, bizarre combination of platformer and Katamari game. What? Like, the premise of that game is that you're a couple of rabbits in a shopping cart who decide they want to find their home planet, look up in the sky, determine that it must be the moon, and are going to build a giant pile of garbage until they reach the moon. <laughs> what? Hell sounds like Noby Noby Boy. <laughs> and so what you have to do is you go around levels stealing stuff to put in your shopping cart to, t to allow you to climb to the moon. And it's it's done up like a combination <laughs> of Katamari and a platform. Yeah, I might have enjoyed that had it not been the rabbits. Yeah, like I can understand being irritated by the characters. I got nothing against you on that, but I think it looks fun. <laughs> well, I just wish they could throw poor Rayman a bone and put him in this game as well. That would make sense, but they're busy making Rayman Legends Definitive Edition for a launch who knows when. Yeah, I was going to say, are they busy? Because they didn't even show it Wait, off. Should I, should I rebuy this game again? I haven't even touched Origins yes, or yes, Legends on my Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. Yes, a origins times, yes. and Legends are both amazing. Because like, I think the big part of Legends was the fact that you could use the gamepad in interesting ways. And it would at least allow you to actually use the touch, uh, the touch screen properties. And if I'm playing it on the Switch in portable yeah. mode, I could probably do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's only in some levels. And so, honestly... I'm trying to remember what they've added for uh, Definitive Edition. I think it's just, like, some new levels. Yeah. <laughs> if there's more levels, I'm in. But yeah, you should also play Origins. Origins is... Or is there any like performance issues? Oh, yeah, that's like the that's version? basically the lead program, the lead platform. It's, so it uh, runs sixty frames per second, as far it, as I can tell. As far as I've seen, it runs great on in like every version. Like, Except played, the 3DS version, which is such which, it's like playing oh, a yeah, gift. I forgot about that. One. I played the demo of that. That was a sad, sad yeah. story. <laughs> that yeah. thing, like it looks right, but it feels like you're playing a GIF. Yeah. Uh, if you need a portable version of that, the Vita version, fantastic. Yeah, I think I got that like for free on a PSN like oh, PS Plus thing. Well, there you go. But yeah, play, the, play that. The UBR Wii version. Wii version was great. It's yeah, it's a fantastic engine. It runs. Yeah, like, like it. It, trans it translated to everything except the 3DS, where again it felt like I was playing a GIF. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's even not like completely terrible in 3DS. Like it's playable. It's just it's like just, it's frame rate. It's the problem. Yeah. Like. It, it feels like you're always a step out of sync with the game, which is... That's probably cool. what's going to happen with Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, probably. Yeah. What if Mighty Number no. 9 was harder? <laughs> it, it'll probably play smooth, but it'll probably still play like a GIF, and then on the Vita, it'll just be chugging. <laughs> poor Beck. And the color poor, poor for the Beck. 3DS version is going to be washed out as hell, because... Well, yeah. Yeah. 
I played I played uh, Conception 2 on the 3DS for review. I should have gone with the Vita version, but I didn't because I was going to buy the physical release. And yeah, it's it sleeps and bounds better than the 3DS version. Really? Better frame rate, and the game doesn't look washed out. Yeah. If only some like, of those... It's one, it's one of the few Vita games that actually plays at 60 frames. If only some of those had come out like in the in the time of the new 3DS could have had a much better version of them. They would, they would never have bothered optimizing for it. <laughs> Let me dream. Not anybody has. It's like, mm. kind of wish that Capcom has, at least. Kind of wish some of the 3DS announcements they made were like new 3DS or at least promise that it performs better on them. I would imagine that something that some of them will, but yeah. I would imagine, like, say, Samus Returns will probably run better. The only other new 3DS game we have to look forward to in the future is Fire Emblem Warriors, which, why would you play it there if you have a Switch? Yeah, like, that that existing... Like, that is shooting for the smallest possible audience. I don't know who that's for, but I guess, like, they probably determined quite rightly after Hyrule Warriors Legends that, like, trying to take an even more demanding game and putting it on the... 3DS. I, I just hope that it actually plays at 60, unlike Dragon Quest Heroes 2. <sighs> what is this? What is this noise in the background? <laughs> it sounds like licensed music. Mm. Wheels. Japan Dream. Oh, sorry. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Given how long they'll be supporting the 3DS, you might even get Yokai Watch 3. I think we will. They, it's just the like the slow, absurdly slow drip of Yokai Watch releases is yeah, one, frustrating. Once a year. <laughs> I think you could afford to do two Nintendo. Yokai Watch 3 is going to be the last major 3DS game. Yeah, either they'll do all three versions, or they'll just give us Sukiyaki instead. So I think Sukiyaki, much like Superstar, is going to have both scenarios in it. Yeah. But it, but there's going to be added content. I so mean, it's going to be a slightly different story than the other two. I mean, the only heartening thing for me is they're actually releasing the third version of 2, which, which suggests the they were... <laughs> well, but it suggests that they're pleased with the sales. Yeah, no, like, otherwise it would make only, the only sense that could be made of the decision would be to, like, release the next one, rather than just go back go back to the well again. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, we have... I'm, I'm surprised that Yokai Watch Just Dance spinoff didn't get localized. Yeah. Because, like, fun. they did Just Dance everything else, why not? I'm still glad that Just Dance 2018 is coming out on Wii, Wii U, and Switch. <laughs> you know, I just thought, I'm hoping, now I'm hoping for a version of Yokai Watch 3 on the Switch, which would be fun for my kids, who... My son yes, is fun a, for your children, not you. My son has actually requested for, like, a Yokai Watch we can play on the TV, and I'm just like, yeah... I want it to. Doesn't, doesn't exist. Anyway... We have gone oh, mate. Maybe far afield. <laughs> uh, so, anything else on Ubisoft? Do you want to talk about Beyond Good and Evil Dose for a second? I, I did already. That game's never freaking coming out. Yeah, they, they showed us a trailer, but that's all it is right now. 
Yeah, like what we know, what what Ansel's interviews afterwards make it clear is one, the game has not actually entered development. What they have is a tech demo. Oh. Two, Kingdom Hearts three. Like even more so. Like, like also the game that they're wanting to make sounds ludicrously impossible. Yeah. Like it's like oh we tried it's making be episodic. This- Just watch. They- they, the the way they described it is we want to make a, we tried to make this game in 2005 and it wasn't really possible because we wanted to make like something solar system sized and like the technology wasn't there there's obviously been like five false starts since then so now we've got this version of beyond good and evil 2 where they're like oh we mapped out the solar system and now we just have to populate all the planets I really want him to be able to make his game the dude has earned it but that game not, not coming out. <laughs> not, not exactly hopeful. Like, that game needs to wishful re-scope. thinking, like uh, you know, um, for uh, Yas- for not Yasuka, um, Shenmue. Yeah, a little bit. Like that, that game needs to rescope several orders of magnitude downward because they're talking about like, well, what we wanted to demonstrate with the trailer was that like you go from like room room level scenario to like. Oh, now you're running on the streets, and now you're on like an air car, and now you're in a like airship that goes throughout the planet, and then you can go into the solar system, and it's all seamless. And it's like that. No, that's uh, mm. buddy. I'd be buddy, satisfied buddy, with the story of how Jade's parents met and what led to Jade ending up with her uncle. Oh, also Cause apparently is because apparently her dad's the... also a pig man. Oh God! But so. Uh, so, 50-50 on what, whether or not you look like a pig person or a human. Uh, <laughs> as it turns out that your player character is entirely your choice. You will look like whatever. Oh, so they won't have any personality whatsoever, because they're blank Correct. slates. That sounds all kinds of fun. I'm not, like, the thing that people remembered about Beyond Good and Evil... I don't even like Beyond Good and Evil that much, but the thing people remembered about it was, like, the characters in the world less than, like... Oh, I really want really to. This is really Beyond Good and Evil. This, this is more like, we're not making a s- sequel or even prequel to the game. We're just using it as a pretense so we can push out this IP. When I was looking at the trailer the first time, all I could think was, why does everyone say fuck every single sentence? Oh, and so they're pandering now. Hmm. Like, because uh, I dare you... Uh, I went and checked, and it's literally every line of dialogue. It's very strange. It's really off-putting. Maybe the French think that's how we talk. I don't think. I don't think that's. What well, might explain that would... how David Cage can oh, do all the shit he does in his games? Let's not talk I'm sorry, about David but... Cage. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> see why a lot of people are interested in Detroit when there's a fuck ton of problems in both Beyond Two Souls and in Heavy Rain. Damn it! And we haven't gotten to Pete. We haven't gotten to Sony yet. Nomad Soul. We will stick. We will stick to the strict schedule of talk. Okay, I'm gonna quickly just say, like, I feel like the dialogue in that trailer was something that, like, Ubisoft looked at the looked at what they were proposing and said, "You are going to make the like people are going to see the pig man and the monkey man like getting in an argument and they're going to think this is for children. You need to find some way to make it clear this isn't for children." Yeah, have this lady right. pull like have this lady pull a disc out of her cleavage and have like them just swearing at each other constantly. Mm, focus testing, yay. 
So I would I'm I want to be more optimistic for that game than I am, but I one don't think it's ever coming out, and two have concerns about what Ubisoft demand what what dark contracts had to be entered into with Ubisoft Upper Brass to get it approved. Ah, let's move to Sony then. <laughs> yeah, Ansel had to sell his soul to upper management. So I want to say that my favorite response to anything in the Sony. Uh, the the Sony uh, press conference with someone responding to the trailer for Days Gone with, I wonder what it's like to uh, have to have any sort of feelings about Days Gone. <laughs> someone please tell me what that feels like. The only thing I cared about was that horrid AI is actually interesting, but that's like the only thing I can say. Yeah, I did not care. It was it was like the most generic possible video game product. <laughs> But that's a little mean of me to dump on something. Not even an RPG. I just like that was the thought I had. What if, what if zombie games were still in the, the rage? What <laughs> if, what if The Last of Us was an open world game? What then, viewer? But uh, what if? Uh, but th- I think maybe it'd be interesting if Days Gone ends up being a story about the zombie apocalypse happened because we got too many zombie games and people therefore turned into zombies. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be amusingly meta. What if Sony could find a crowd that wasn't awful? Every Oh man, like, they, they kept, like, the the only reason that that was not just a series of trailers cut together in a slick video package was that they wanted to keep cutting back to the crowd being ooing and awing, but they kept <laughs> cutting back to the most bored crowd I've ever seen in my life. What was wrong with that crowd? Because some of the stuff was cool and deserves also, some the cheers. Also, like the Switch stream audio early on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the Switch stream, stream, stream was terrible. It kept, like... Uh, like they kept not cutting back to the audio. I think they wanted to catch like the crowd cheering, and there was never really a point where the crowd cheered. <laughs> but like it was, it was heinous. It was so bad. Like every time they would cut back to the audience, and every time the audience would have like several prominent people uh, that they were cutting back to would be obviously just staring at their phones. Uh, oh, at least uh, Undertale looks interesting. So does Moss, but again, it's a VR game. I. I want to play it in with not VR. I saw Moss. All I think was, "Is this Redwall?" I didn't even know what yeah, Redwall is. Same, I thought the same thing. <laughs> glad that uh, I'm glad that me and Wheels are on the same terrible wavelength. Redwall was a series of uh, children's novels about mice murdering each other with swords. Hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember the first thing you mentioned that you were interested in other than Moss. Uh, Undertale. Oh yeah, Undertale. That's like, that's nice. I wonder, that's it's like, yeah, it's nice coming to PS uh, Via and the PS4. But I'm wondering if there'll be a Switch version. There probably will out be for that one. There probably will be because Sony is not the one publishing for publishing it. It's mm-hmm. being it's being localized into Japanese, and like some of the programming grunt work is being done by 8.4, which means mm-hmm. that it's basically free to go anywhere. I would suspect that within like two years, it will be playable on anything with a screen. Mm. Sounds about right. Uh, what's I gonna say? Like Shed- big hurdle porting it out of Game Maker. Oh, yeah, this wasn't announced at E3 Sony's presser, but uh, um, I also anticipate uh, the Switch version Axiom Verge is a physical release as well. Oh, that that was announced. Yeah, looks real good. 
uh, what was I going to say, Shadow of the Colossus remake, which I thought would be a cl- crowd pleaser, because people seem to like but the crowd game. was so mind-blowingly yeah. bored. Uh, I hate I to keep talking about the crowd, up. but, you know, I watch a lot of wrestling, so crowd yeah, is always like things I talk to. Crowd. Yeah. So I wonder if they'll fix the jank in this one. It, it seems to be a more ground up, like they're at least fixing all of, they're redoing all of the assets, basically, mm-hmm. which... Which only provides more opportunity to prov- introduce new jank, but, you know. Well, it, it depends on how carefully they do it, but, like, what they showed looked good. Yeah. But... Like, it's one of those things, the, the biggest thing they need to fix is that the HD remaster on PS3, your grip was tied to the frame rate in the original release, and they did not fix that when they made it a 60 frames per second game, so your grip lasted way less long than it's supposed to. Yeah. Eh, I'll hold on to it if only because I still have Ico. <laughs> yeah, Ico is absolutely still worth playing, and I wish that they would give that the full, like, the full proper treatment, but we'll never get that. Uh, but yeah, freaking like, that, it looked fine. I don't actually like Shadow of the Colossus that much, but I appreciate them trying to give it, like, the full treatment. Also, uh, one thing that interests me, which I was actually shown at the uh, Xbox or Microsoft conference, was uh, the DVC Fighter Z. Yes! Yes, I am rounding up as many people as I can to fight me IRL in that game. I'm in. They so showed in. one of my favorite things they showed in a video was like if Frieza throws his freaking like like de- pseudo destructo disc, it will come back on screen and it will hurt him if it hits him. <laughs> also so good. They had to scale down the side of his death ball though. Yeah, they did. Some some changes must be made for balance, even if other things are done entirely just because it references the anime. It reminds me of the... If anyone ever played the Fist of the North Star uh, Arc System Works game, that game is amazing because it's just full of stupid things. They might only, as well remake that game. <laughs> they, like It's so full of stupid things that only exist to reference the anime. Like You fight Joggy, and like if he catches you in one of his specials, he will ask you what his name is, and you get like three misspelled versions of his name and the correct one that you have to choose between. Also, the game looks a hell of a lot better due to the Guilty Gear engine <laughs> compared um, to Marvel vs. Capcom's rather flaccid-looking thing. Yeah, there's a, that's, that is an ugly game, which is tragic. But uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up about that uh, Fist of the North Star fighting game before I finish is that there was, like, a character in Fist of the North Star who's, like, heart, he has dextrocardia, his heart is on the right side rather than the left, and he uh, he is immune to Kenshiro's instant death move because that involves your heart. <laughs> and, like, he just assume like, it's a reference, just... Like, the great thing about when Arxist makes an anime fighting game is that, like, tons of moves will just reference specific one-off situations from the anime they were making a licensed game of. Also, I'm just glad that other things are using the Guilty Gear X-Art engine. I still need to play Rev 2 for you. Get on that. I gotta pick up Rev 2. Maybe this weekend. Didn't do it last week because I'm feeling like shit. I still feel like shit. Like oh, my allergies are bothering me because it's constantly changing weather. Uh, yeah. Uh, Z looks great. Everyone who has ever cared about Dragon Ball, please play it. That me. also sounds like a placeholder name. It just doesn't sound like it's a name that's gonna last. 
I wish they would change it, but I feel like g- given that they've announced it with that name, they'll probably stick with it. Mm. Oh yeah, I think they also was it at Microsoft or Sony that they showed Code Vein. I'm surprised that there wasn't a Switch Microsoft. Version, but, but Arc System Works might not have Switch dev kits. Yeah, it's possible they just don't have like. My, I feel like when they have Switch dev kits, you'll start seeing Arc System Works games on Switch. But. Uh, yeah, Code Vein, I feel like we should at least glancingly mention that, like, oh, there's another Souls-like, it's very cel-shaded anime, and it's very... Also, Ashen. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Ashen. I don't even remember what that game actually is, other than the name. Another Souls-like. Yeah, there's a lot of those Speaking going on. of Souls-like, Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh, man, you opened the can of worms. I'm trying to move it along, because... I need to go to work at five. No, okay, no, let's let's six, uh, six thirty at in the morning. So I need to go to bed like within thirty minutes. Yeah, okay. me too. So. Speed, speed, speed. Uh, Monster Hunter World looks like Monster Hunter, but they tried to make it a little more obviously appealing to the West. Has apparently been in development for like five years. I don't mind it being Monster Souls, but I also kind of like to just play an HD version of Monster Hunter. That's fair. Well, you can. A lot of people were pissed off that XX is not only not going to have English language support. Yeah, I'm not not buying that. But but, uh, Capcom doesn't seem to be keen on localizing it anytime soon. Yeah. Well, they responded. They responded to people saying, reporting that like it's not coming to America. With like, no, we didn't mean that. We just said we haven't said anything. Sorry. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. Uh, it was just announced in Japan, and we're so disconnected from Capcom Japan. Yeah, apparently. people need to kind of like, uh, like, simmer down a bit. We, like we have no plans is basically the code for we won't say anything for the moment. I think they want to stay silent because they want people to buy the 3DS version. Because if they announced it now, nobody would. I, I would suspect the the thing I would suspect is that like they haven't announced Double X for the West at all. I would suspect that, like, it's probably You're both of them coming... Uh, like, I would suspect we're probably getting it. I would suspect we're getting both versions at the same time, unlike Japan. And I would suspect that, like, part of the reason we haven't seen it is that Nintendo's Switch presentation was all focused on... These are games that are distinctly Switch titles that you can only play on Switch. I thought we were getting something for the 3DS, though. What was that? We didn't stories. see anything at the stories. presentation. It was just not only stories; it was like some other game too. Um, I don't know. I'd be surprised if uh, we don't get Triple X. I don't think it's called Triple X. I think you made that. Yeah, up. I don't really care. It's called Triple X. I'm playing it right now. It's got <laughs> I don't three X's on. Why it. you're like, dude? I'm well, one what and two? Like, I'm sure that Japan can provide you a lot of Monster Hunter Triple X if that's really what you want. <laughs> Not really, because that sounds horrifying. <laughs> Too bad. You keep insisting that it's Monster Hunter Triple X. No, it's Triple Cross. Triple Cross, sir. In any case, uh, yeah, like I, I would imagine that like the 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 actual uh, Nintendo Spotlight presentation showed nothing but Switch games. The only thing that was even partly on 3DS was Fire Emblem Warriors, but they distinctly only showed the Switch version and didn't <laughs> talk about the new 3DS version. Oh, oh, I'm happy for more Kirby and Yoshi, at least. Oh, Kirby and Yoshi both look great. Yes. yes. I-, I can't 
can't believe they don't have an actual title for them yet. It's like, we're doing a thing. We're calling it this for now. Uh, like, Kirby's probably early next year. It probably ends up with a title, like, in September. I was going to say, I like how they started with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Sticking oh, I'm with shocked that that's coming out in America. Six, I, I am kind of disappointed that they aren't using British voice actors, and they're going with faux English, which is awful. Yeah. I hate faux accents. I don't care. It's coming this year. Isn't that Yuri Swanthal doing the voice of one of those characters? Probably. Oh. He did. Fo- he's done faux British before. He was the prince in the first in the Sands of Time. He's also a Spider-Man. Oh man, That's I'm awesome. excited for that. Let's talk about how Spider-Man looks really good. Oh boy, I can't wait. Spider-Man. Sold. I loved the ending with the reference to Miles. I hope yeah. he, he is actually a playable character. That would be nice. So they have? Does he have different abilities than Peter Parker? Yes, he, he has does. Slightly different ones. Yeah, he has like a spider bite. Hmm. So that could be pretty interesting if they did that. But so. he has like a, I think he has like a weakened spider sense or something. Hmm. I forget. Yeah, I forget the exact power set. But it is slightly different. But yeah, it's kind of like how the Flash and of uh, both Flashes. Wally West and Barry have different abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would, I would like Miles to play a important role in that game, especially given that he would make a good contrast to the Peter Parker that Yuri Lowenthal is portraying, who is supposed to be a more experienced Spider-Man. Yeah, that game looks absurdly fun. I, want I think it's Give weird it that they're calling it Homecoming, though, despite the fact that it has nothing to do with the film. Are they calling Is it, it Homecoming? Homecoming? Because they didn't yes. show that at the end of the trailer. That's weird. Who's Homecoming? Miles? We're going to yes. play it Miles halfway through the game instead? I'm fine I've with that. I've also seen like arguments that it's apparently called Marvel's Spider-Man, which is a weirder name even more so. <laughs> well, we'll see. Who else would it be? Alright, let's go full-on Nintendo. Oh man, Xenoblade 2, I'm so glad that's actually coming out this year. I just also, I, I find it ridiculous that basically your waifu is your sword teeth. Fine, everything's fine, let's not yeah. discuss this, that symbolism. This is anime and that's awful, and that's awesome. That's <laughs> but not, also that's awful not, for some people. Let's not discuss the symbolism. Really nice. It looks really, really, nice. really pretty and I'm shocked that it's coming out this year. Yeah. In America. It's next year. It's next year. No, it's, nope. that's no, it's this year. That's what it says. Uh, that, is that the Japanese release or something? No, no that was it, the that was the one right they gave the American release. Yeah. This year? Yep. Yeah, holiday 2017. Mm. Probably December. Yeah, I would suspect that is their December game with Mario. Yeah, I their late what the hell they read because it's wrong. <laughs> like that's what it said in the actual like trailer. Mm-hmm. I must have not seen that trailer. Yeah, like right. I was watching it as it as it showed. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wow, I would not have suspected that that was actually coming out this year. Well, it's probably been in development for a lot longer than we think. It's definitely it's been it's in probably been ready before Xenoblade Chronicles X was released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that, uh, and I glad that they're actually focusing on story this time, because that was one of the things I didn't like yeah. about X. Well, <laughs> Listen, I, I never actually finished X, I just, I just I think stopped playing at some that's point. That's kind of like, wanted, you know. 
Living in the world of New LA. I got to, like, last chapter, and I just goofed around and just stopped playing because I had other things I needed to do. That was kind of the weird thing about X, is maybe they should have just... I know it, like, uses the same combat system and is kind of, sort of, similar, but they probably should have just given it a different name. Or more... Some sort of name to make it more distinctly different. It'll be amazing if, in Xenoblade 2, you'll get the Monado at the end. Uh, yeah, that's going to be the big question. How does this connect to the original game? Does it connect at all? Like it has to. Like they chose uh, presumably the yes, with, with precision. But. but they could always do the whole thing of uh, multiverse. Multiverse. <laughs> it's a different game with similar themes and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, if they were doing that, they could have just been given a weird name like X. Maybe you're like. Shulk's ancestor. I have oh, fury. Man. Why do you keep bringing that up? We're not discussing. Like this is not Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Sure it is. So this was not during the Nintendo conference, was it? During no. No, they did not show this, that. During yes, the this was after. So they revealed the rumored uh, remake HD Superstar update. Saga whatever you want to call it. Yes. So very nice looking update to that. Original classic. Um, the only Mario and Luigi game that I could repeatedly go back to. Yeah. I just hope they fix the music because the audio in that game is definitely not aged well. <laughs> it could do. It could do it's, with some updates. Yeah, it definitely needs an update. Uh, uh, the 3DS could do and that. I think they need to rebalance the final boss fight because that was ridiculous. It's a really hard fight. I couldn't beat it on like at level 30, so I'd like. Do I, I downloaded the ROM of the game because GBA emulation was like pretty easy to do apparently back then. But um, and I found a save file that had maxed out the characters. And I just beat the game that way so I could watch the ending. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think YouTube was a big thing back then. Keep up the upgrading your stash. It's the only thing that's ever yeah. mattered. Yeah, because like critical hits are the only important factor in that game. <laughs> Yeah. It's like if you yeah. want to break damage dealings, you'll improve your luck. Improve <laughs> your mustache. Yeah. Like, if you have a good mustache, you don't need luck. It's like one of the things I was finding is like I could not do decent damage unless I either reduced defense or got critical hits. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Wait, no, wrong thing. Uh, yeah, that should yeah. be super fun to replay. Uh, I tried to like get get it on Wii U, and it just GBA, GBA on just straight to the TV, not so great. So it's not a great idea. Don't do that. Yeah, uh, but hey, not so sure about the minions part, but it's optional, so I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. it just gives you the option and to play. And it it doesn't even look like a full story. It's just like here's a mini game. Yeah, but hey, cool amiibos. So that's something. The important, the most important thing at any press conference was Super Mario Odyssey. I know it's yeah. not an RPG, but don't I also care. don't care. Yeah, okay. Possess enemies. Possess anyone. Mario oh. just wanted to freaking like Mario just wanted to use that man's remote control car, so he possessed him. Uh, I need to blow up a wall. I'll possess that tank. Just <laughs> screw that. It starts with Mario possessing a fucking T Rex. Mario possessed a frog that looked like the most terrified frog I've ever seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> oh, they added. They did a. The modding community has already done a hack for 64 where you could do that. 
I feel like there was probably already someone who had modded in throwing your hat, and there was probably already someone who had modded in controlling enemies, so it was just a logical leap from there. Yeah. Also, that music, that music that Wheels will have interspersed into the non-live version of this. Yeah. Glorious. Also, music. I like the fact that you don't have to go back into a level in order to get more moons. Yeah. You just get a moon and keep playing. The structure seems to have changed pretty radically because, like, no there, more lives either. There also seems to be different colored moons. Yeah, they're probably meant to go to different levels. Yeah, which makes it, which is a pretty radical structural change by itself. Like, but I'm just so glad to see a game that looks like it plays like an evolution of Mario 64 again. The only problem I have is that when they were talking about fast travel options, they seem to refer to it literally, like things you can ride to get through an area quicker. But they right. didn't say anything about whether or not you can instantaneously warp to a certain point. You can be a car. <laughs> Because that's one of the things about ukulele that bother me the most. Like, they've got these big worlds, but there's no way to get to point A to point yeah, B. Yeah, like, Banjo 2 has warped system, We should all learn from this. And the checkpoint system is awful, because, like, you enter a door or something that transitions the screen, and that will act as your checkpoint. But there's not a lot of places like that in open-world environments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously Mario has a lot more budget, so sure they'll be much nicer about those sorts of things. Nothing else, I'm your one-up boy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, All the lyrics to that song are insane. Well, the the Mario series has kind of been hitting, hitting it out of the ballpark as, in terms of music. Like, 3D World, good. I just... Galaxy, freaking awesome. So I just hope it heralds in an age of Mario where lies are a thing of the past. That would be nice. I think it, it really feels like they were kind of just hung up on one-ups being part of Mario for so long that it was kind of I hard feel like it's to remove done, it. Well, it's done in part just because collecting a one-up is satisfying, so I would imagine that you will probably still find one-ups. They'll just give you a lot of coins. Yeah. Or they'll give you, like, max health boost or something. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they'll overcharge your health. <laughs> oh, like in, get rid uh, of the red oh, mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't I mean, get rid of the red mushrooms. Those are even more iconic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, as much as I... I mean, like, the the straight-up red caps, not yeah. the spotted ones. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, as much as I enjoyed playing 3D World, I, it did leave me a bit worried as to where they were going with the series, like, the 3D games as a whole, and that those worries are just... Yeah. Never mind. Now I can be a T-Rex. It doesn't yeah. even matter. Because, you know, 3D World is great. Love playing it. It's fun, especially multiplayer. It's just that and the... Um, the new Super Mario games kind of tried a lot of the same ground. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like uh, the way that I hate the new Super Mario Brothers series because <laughs> they just feel kind of empty. They're missing something. I really enjoy some. I really enjoy a new Super Mario Brothers U. That's the only one I'll really speak up for. Yeah, I, especially I, the Luigi. I played part. a little bit of that. It's it's the best one of the lot. It is. Uh, I only got. I bought uh, two for the. 3DS, but I eventually got it for free, the digital version, when Nintendo was giving away all those games before they decided to unceremoniously cut off uh, my Nintendo rewards. 
Like, 2 was a thing where, like, that, that one I can explain a little bit better, just because they've admitted that it was essentially an exercise to teach new employees how to make Mario levels. Mm. And that makes 2's existence make a lot more sense. But, yeah, like, oh man, I love the I love the sort of brassy big band style that they've really gone for, yeah. for like, that's what, that's what 3D Mario is supposed to sound like now. <laughs> and it's great, you know, I've yeah. So I didn't play much of Galaxy Two back in the day, but I've been playing it recently. With, you know, with my son watching in that game, the music, awesome. The levels, your awesome. son's gonna love. Awesome your son's game. gonna love Mayor Pauline of New Donk City. <laughs> well, I've been showing him the trailer, and he got, and he really enjoys watching it. So, I wonder if there's gonna Donk be any City. kind of voice acting. Hopefully, Probably if not. we're lucky, no. <laughs> <laughs> The only voice I want to hear in that game is is the singing of frickin' Do the Odyssey, One Up Girl, whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, I'm really hoping this is kind of like the icing on the cake of what's been like a massive surge. Well, I don't want to say massive, but surge of 3D platformers, which is a pretty barren g- genre. Just like it has been a for few a very long goes. time. Yeah, so I think we really needed a Mario game like this to. Mario, a Mario game to show us that this kind of 3D platformer is still yeah. valid and important. Yeah, um, then there's another game that got a remake, uh, Metroid Samus Returns. Yes, yeah. so the super fast cease and desist of the fan Metroid 2 remake makes a lot more sense. Yeah, in retrospect. A lot of people are saying, um, no, this game's been in development for years. Well, so has another Metroid 2 rem- remake, in fact, probably longer. Well, another Metroid 2 remake is one of those things where, like, you don't see and d something until it releases, because otherwise it seems like you're, like, a dick who's just scouring... Like, 90% of these things are just never going to come out anyway. You don't need to bother. <laughs> it's only when they release a product where it's like, oh, God... We just assumed this would never come out. Well, I assume they just see indeed because Nintendo wanted people to buy the, the the original Game Boy version on the PC. Yeah, that was also years. probably part of it. But like the weirdest conspiracy theory I've seen floating around is that Nintendo only greenlit this version because they thought because they saw AM2R was popular. Yeah, and it's no, like, they no. That's, guys. This probably always plan on doing it. It was probably a matter of finding a developer that would actually yeah. do it. Well, it's also. AM2R came out 10 months ago. No matter how this project turns out, it's definitely been in development for more than 10 months. Yeah. And it actually looks a lot better. It because does. I like. Yeah. I, even though I hated Mirror of Fate's uh, analog um, movement for a 2D game, you had to use an analog stick, which is yeah. gross. Uh, it makes more sense here because you can aim pretty much anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That yep, I yep. actually really l- like. That's the thing I most like about it. It's like the three sixty degree aiming is actually really useful because I feel like a lot of times I'll be playing Metroid and I can't quite get in a position to hit the thing that's like not in one of the eight directions it's going to let me aim. So, like that addition is one that I'm all about. And I think the idea of the Aeon powers is interesting. Yeah, and like just the the ability to like if you really want to get daring, you can just Melee. like bonk something back if it starts getting close to you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a decent addition. It looks really cool. 
And also, they oh. made, it looks like they've made Gammas retardedly hard. <laughs> it's uh. like, I, I dread fighting Omegas now, if that's how hard Gammas are. Uh, but yeah, like, the fact that that's out in September is kind of nuts. It's like, Nintendo held that secret close to their chest for yeah. a pretty long while. Oh, I gotta talk about how I saw this game, how I no- randomly noticed it pop up in the stream. So, I, I, <laughs> I had Nintendo's, like, you know, after, like, the presentation, had their just live stream going, like, in a corner of my screen. And I was replying to some tweets from our editor-in-chief, Mr. Maxstorm, because he was, you know, kind of complaining that he wanted a 2D Metroid, and I was trying to make some snarky remarks, and I was typing one up, and I look in the corner of my screen, and I'm like, oh, hey, that's a Metroid. Is that, like, Smash Brothers or something? What's going on? <laughs> and I sat there the and watched club. and I was like, okay, delete this. Hey, we're getting both. <laughs> yeah, there's also Metroid Prime 4, which is tease, which is Base tease ever. That's yeah, that's like all that. We need. That was just like that's that was just them saying like, yes, we we are listening. There is more Metroid down the pike. That's uh, perfectly honest. Love the Prime series. That's all I needed. They did not sh- need to show me a screenshot, a trailer, anything. Just, get, just tell me. I tell trust Kemskate and Abe to shepherd whatever this new team is. Yes. Just and you know. Please burn Other M from existence. I actually liked Other M. It's just a lot of its execution was kind of. It could have been a much better game. Yeah, it could have been a much, much better game. I don't, don't, don't want to poo on doesn't, that completely. It doesn't help when you write Samus in such a way that makes yeah. her sound yeah. weak. <laughs> <sighs> or, or you justify not having powers by having her challenge herself. And getting permission from the captain. Yeah, there's like it's the she best thing. Worked alone before. Why even working with these people? <laughs> like the the best thing about the best thing about Samus Returns so far is that they showed the beginning of the game and no one said a word. <laughs> much rather another M. She lost her powers because she got fucked up. Yeah, no. like someone broke stuff. They might repair her suit if she helps them. Whatever. I want my powers back. That would be better than the choice they made. Would have been better if she had gone there alone, and then they had an altercation, and that's what caused her to lose her abilities. And then she had to slowly restore them. There's a million better ways to write other M than what they went with. But yep. thankfully this game seems to have basically no writing in it, so we're good. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. We can also avoid Lords of Shadows, also terrible writing. Yep. Does Lords of Shadows 2 have better writing, or is it about the nope. same? Nope, nope. It's even worse, actually. <laughs> so I'll hey. be playing the game just for the sake of getting a God of War fix. Oh boy! Like, well, the thing about it is that it's a more interesting game because it's actually like structured more Metroidy, but like it's still a game that starts out with like Dracula Belmo walks out of the frickin' walks out to view like giant siege robots built in the Middle Ages. And, it, and just shouts, uh, like, what is a man? Then jumps out and, like, vomits blood all over their gears to gum them up. Yeah, I, th- I think the references to Symphony Night there were just cringy. I played the it's, demo. Yeah, the ending is somehow dumber, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I do like... 
I do have to say that I like the idea of killing God, though, or Satan. <laughs> you fight Satan, that's right. It's The ending is so completely, like, crazy in ways that you could not even possibly fathom that I don't even have words to describe that, how that game ends. It's like, you did what God apparently couldn't. You killed Satan. <laughs> Just beat him up. It's fine. You beat up your best pal, Death. So, too, wait, does that make Dracula God, then? <laughs> uh, depends on which Castlevania canon you subscribe to. Because he's apparently the canonical god of that series. Or the devil, I mean. But uh, I also like how uh, Castlevania Lord of Shadow 2 references the cancelled Dreamcast game by bringing in <laughs> its Belmont. Like, Victor Belmont. The garbage Belmont, who, like, needed another, like, Sonya Belmont to come forward in time and tell him to stop being trash. Like, that's all we know about Dreamcast Castlevania. And it, oh, that game did not look good, but still. It's just, oh, I guess Victor Belmont's here, and, like, everything that he does is stupid, too. The plot of Lords of Shadow 2 is insanely stupid. Also, not a, a free-breaking non-news... Like, Gabriel Belmont in Lords of Shadow 1 and 2 kills every woman who enters his life. Oh it's boy. a little uncomfortable by the time he's killing a small child. <sighs> but, yeah. Does he kill I, the uh, the vampire child? Yes. In the DLC? I forget. Okay. Yes, he does. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mercury Steam's got a checkered history, but this game looks like the best thing they've made, so I am interested. Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, yeah, I hope that Konami actually resurrects the series at some point instead of desiccate creating it. I, I don't actually trust them to make a good game. I want no, they don't have to. They game. just get someone else to do it. And just I want them to make. It. I want them to make a collection of old games. I want them to sell That's a better me. Better idea for now. I Tell me a collection of all the old Castlevanias. Because at least, at least, um, Bloodstained will be around. And then there's yeah. this new game coming out called Blasphemous. Which oh, I've seen Blasphemous. Honestly, at this point, I'd prefer if Konami hits financial difficulties and has to sell the Castlevania series to someone else. I'm not sure who would buy it, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the issue you run into, is who, who would buy it? Integrates? I guess. Ego would, 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 would kickstart the chance to purchase the Castlevania name. Uh, I wonder who will buy Metal Gear after that Metal Gear game comes out and fails, because it's going to fail. Oh man, uh, all the previews of that are just like, this looks like exactly what it is, which is to say it looks like a zombie Steam mod. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. I think we've run out of RPGs to discuss, sadly. Uh... Is there anything else in the Nintendo conference, RPG-wise? Uh, Pokemon! Nintendo said that there's going to probably be more announcements, so maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I would suspect that they will close out on probably the biggest of their stealth announcements. Smash uh, port. Yeah, I, I, feel like they're, yeah. I feel like they're sitting on Smash because they don't want it to kill ARMS. Hmm. I saw I saw a destructor review of Arm Seven, so that's probably where it sits elsewhere. I could see that going anywhere from like seven to eight and a half. But uh, I kind of want to buy it, but I feel like if I waited long enough, uh, Best Buy will have a sale. 
I'm interested in it. I like the prospect. I, I enjoyed the test punch. So. Yeah, I got my butt kicked. But oh, so did I. But I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it was over so quickly, but I enjoyed it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. No. The, it was I a competitive like, play. I'm just a loser because I I can't move like they can. So I unpaired it. But uh, I'm just waiting on Splatoon. But yeah, the, the the last major piece of RPG news, and this was like even more threadbare than Metroid Prime Four was. Game Freak is developing a Pokemon full uh, main RPG for the Switch, which anyone could have told you was happening, but it's still good to have confirmed. Yeah, because the Switch is basically handheld anyway, so why not? Yep, Gen, Gen 8, 8 Switch confirmed. I would. I wonder what it's like to be part of the asset creation farm for that, because it's just like we need HD models of like 800 Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they got a good start with that app that they had for the 3D thing that they had. It was basically mm. like a Pokedex. Yeah, but they need to, like, up from there, I guess. But, yeah, like, I would imagine... It's that, like that's, called Steam release, wasn't there, for the Wii, Wii uh, U? Battle one? Revolution? I, there, was, yeah. there was none for the Wii U, which is the problem. Like, there's nothing that's HD quality. But, yeah, like, I would imagine that, like, they probably had someone whose job it was to work on HD Pokemon models for the last, like, four years. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, it's interesting that, like, Gen 8 was soft confirmed before Gen 7's third version was out, but... <laughs> third versions, because they did yeah. black and white 2. Yeah, they black 2, white 2 it, but still, same, same principle of, like... They soft-confirmed Gen 8 before Gen 7 was even kind of done. But yeah, I guess, like, you guys both are probably reaching about the point where you need to... Yeah, I need to sleep. So yeah, let's wrap this up real quick. Alright, um... Anytime you're ready. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Transition. Uh, you can you can contact us through Twitter or the like. I'm at Fanboy Master. Wheels is at S Wheels. Eric is. I always forget your Twitter handle. Eric RPG. Eric RPG. Okay, good. And if you feel like reading my reviews, um, I do have a Patreon page. Please support his good work. He does. He writes. Check well. out my latest Patreon at which is a or review. Uh, it's basically just a link to the site I wrote it for, but that's also for Raquin. And in addition, my podcast RP Grinders has a special interview episode with Laura Shigara, who made the game. Nice, oh, cool. I'll have to check that out. I, I can't really, I can't exactly post the link here, but I'm sure you guys can put it on your Q and A listing on RP Gamer. Sure, let's at least add that to the thread. I believe in us and our ability to remember to add links. <laughs> That's just the length of the review, but I can get another one later, but that's all I have to really say it. And if you want to view my YouTube channel, I'm Funny T-Man. Nice. Do snack reviews, and sometimes I do LPs. I don't have that much time for them anymore. But uh, I do some video log reviews. When I don't feel like a game's worth 
the effort to actually write it out because it's there's so little to talk about. Writing a long review is so tired. It's so tiresome after a while. It's uh, easier to cover two games that are hmm. almost the exact same game. It's just that one of them's more geared to be a roguelike, and the other one's uh, an actual game with a story in line, and then beginning, middle, and end. Nice. Uh, Gunmetal Arcadia is what the game I'm talking about. Yeah, so definitely we'll we'll try to remember to keep those links and I will yell at wheels if they disappear. Uh, He's good at that. That's basically all I do. My job is yelling at wheels. Also, I really do not like the redesign for Patreon's icon. Oh yeah, that uh, that logo is that new logo is terrible. <laughs> it's basically pong or a pause and a record button. Yeah, it's, I don't quite get what they thought they were going for other than what's P-shaped? Yeah, so... And they've people have been so familiar with the other icon for years they might not notice it right away. Yeah. So visibility has been reduced because of this. When I was wandering through and I link, was linked to a Patreon earlier today, I clicked it and I was like did something so screw up in my browser? My but uh, that's all I have to really say. Okay. All right. So we'll wrap it up, and we'll see you next time for our 50th, 50th episode. I'm um, not sure what we're going to be doing, if anything special. The um, only birthday present I ask is that you name it Half Centennial Man. Okay. It's <laughs> an advertisement for my Patreon. You will not see reviews for Arrow Gay on there, because I think Patreon has a... a strict restriction against such content. Even though I'm not... It, it says producing such content, but I'm just writing reviews for such content, so I'm not actually it's making better, it. It's better not I to kinda, run afoul of them. <laughs> I, I'm operating on the air of caution there, so you'll see well, me post on Twitter for those. I can't do it on Facebook because i got family there. <laughs> also important. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, see you for episode 50, Half Centennial Man. <laughs> Also, have fury. Oh, I don't have it. I have fury. I refuse to have... I refuse to have fury. Fight against the fury.